Hello, and welcome to episode eight of Faith, Trust, and Pixie Dust, a First Geek 411 podcast series. <laughs> I'm Carrie, and I'm the host for this episode. With me today is my sister, Corey, and my friend, Deanna. Please don't ask why I really hit that 1-1 part hard. It's I'm not going to go into it. How are y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> very, very good. <laughs> Wonderful. I'm so excited for Turkey Day this week. Yes. Yeah, I'm doing like my pre-Thanksgiving workouts so that I can go into Thanksgiving guilt-free. Yeah. Same here. I'm running a 5K that morning just so I can be like, I've justified the food I'm about to consume. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, All right. Well, let's get this started then. Uh, first, as usual, our contact info. You can find us on Faith, Trust, and Pixie Dust Podcast. That's on Facebook. Uh, you can email us at firstgeek411 at gmail.com. Or on Twitter, we are at FTPD underscore podcast. Then we also have our personal Twitters. I carry him at sparkle underscore fists. Corey is at SpilledXWater, and Deanna is at Deanna790. Uh, so you can find us um, on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and now Spotify. Or you can find us however you found us this time. <laughs> that too. It obviously worked, so just do that again. Just do yeah. that again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, to remind y'all what we're watching this week, my favorite of the Thanksgiving films is Nightmare Before Christmas. I find it to neither be Halloween nor Christmas film. It takes place during the time between, so it is a Thanksgiving film. But it yeah. also takes place during Christmas. Hush. Alright. <laughs> It takes I, place during I like Christmas watching Eve. it in between because I like it in between because okay. it's like we just finished this holiday and now we're thinking about this holiday, so it kind of works. Yeah, I I like that. Um, so yeah, there's that, and then we're gonna rank later in our let's get down to business segment the top four Disney non princess heroines. So I expect that to be. Very interesting. So let's get into our feature film segment, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. I'm going to start off with some fun facts. Uh, first of all, our lead, uh, playing Jack Skellington, is an actor named Chris Sarandon, who is very famous for playing the role of Prince Humperdinck in my favorite movie, The Princess Bride. The interesting Humperdinck, thing, though, Humperdinck, Humperdinck, Humperdinck! What year did Disney put that one out? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they wish they put that movie out, is all I'm going to say. Um, but what's interesting is he does the, only the speaking voice of Jack, but Danny Elfman does the singing voice of Jack and others as well. And what's kind of cool is I keep finding different stories as to why this is. I found a story that says Chris Sarandon was picked because he kind of matched Danny Elfman's speaking voice or that Danny Elfman sang the songs because Chris Sarandon said, oh, I'm not a great singer. I've also seen Danny Elfman insisted upon singing the songs because he really wanted to and Chris Sarandon was okay with it. So I'm like, What's the real one? Because I've seen multiple stories places. Anyway, just putting that out there. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. In 2001, Walt Disney wanted to make a sequel, uh, but instead of doing stop motion, use computer animation, but Tim Burton convinced Disney to drop the idea. He was quoted as saying, I was always very protective of Nightmare not to do sequels. Um, because he doesn't want to do Jack visits Thanksgiving world. And he said that he felt that the movie had a purity and that people like it as it is and they shouldn't mess with it. I think I that agree. popped up in the Amazon prime, like blurb. 
at the beginning. Like I, I clicked like I. That's where I, I rented and watched it there because mm-hmm. I didn't have my copy. But um, and it popped up. That exact thing was like on the in the little X-ray thing that they have on Prime. I think that's fair. This movie is such a cult following that it might not keep its same feel if they do a really bad reproduction of it. You know. Mm-hmm. I think it would feel cheap. Yeah, this has such an interesting spirit to it. Yeah. So I like that they didn't make a sequel. Some things just don't need a sequel. Disney. Yes. Disney. Sometimes they don't. <laughs> All right. We still love you. <laughs> we do. Another fun fact is apparently Oogie Boogie was originally intended to be Dr. Finkelstein in disguise. Reportedly, Tim Burton was so infuriated by this idea, he literally kicked a hole into a wall. <laughs> I love I it. I think maybe this made him mad because The Nightmare Before Christmas is based on a poem that he wrote. Right. So if that was like something that they put into the script, I think he might have been upset about that. Sounds like Um, it. Yeah. Don't mess with my ideas. (laughs) Don't you disrespect me. No, wrong movie. Um, It took a group of 100 people three years to complete this movie. For one second of film, up to 12 stop motion moves had to be made. That's a lot. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It is Walt Disney's second fully animated film to have a PG rating. The first was The Black Cauldron. Mm-hmm. They're all in that creepy realm. A little yeah. too creepy for some ages. I actually read some trivia for this one myself, and they said that Disney released it through Touchstone because mm-hmm. they were afraid of having their name associated with it because they thought kids would be scared of it. Yeah, they fall into the Black Cauldron thing again. (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of it. So it was released under Touchstone, but now it's kind of been added into the Disney canon over time. They they re-released it as Disney later. In 2000, I think. Because I was watching it on Hulu and it said Tim Burton's Night Before Christmas 2000. And I was like, huh. So it's almost like like they welcomed the bastard child into the family. It's like, all right, you're you're okay, kid. You can you can like, join. We wanted the rest to make sure us. you didn't scare anyone first. You, you right, can la- be a part of Mickey's not so scary and be fine. Oh, so good. <laughs> all right, one last one. Some of the presents Jack delivers to the kids are nods to other Tim Burton films, like the snake looks like the sandworm from Beetlejuice. It does, it does yeah. Mm-hmm. And the shrunken head is kind of from the afterlife in the waiting room of also Beetlejuice. Yeah. The cat and the duck are both featured in Batman Returns. The cat is the oh, mes- yeah. mascot for Shrek's department store, and the duck resembles a vehicle driven by the penguin. I thought it looked mm. familiar. Mm-hmm. So these are references to other Tim Burton. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I remember the duck. I didn't remember the cat. I thought that duck looked like out of place. I was like, why does that look familiar to me? I don't he know. He drives what a big it is. duck. All right. I wanted to ask y'all, what are some of your favorite moments or aspects of this movie? There's one I thought of that when I was watching it, um, you know, there's a part in the intro song where it goes, I'm the clown with a tearaway face. I'm like, <laughs> I know that part. Yes, I know that part. Doesn't all of, but like, since it's stop motion, can't all of their faces come off pretty much? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, don't they all do this? <laughs> like, I just had that thought when I was watching. I was like, that was probably really convenient. It's like, oh, because we, we just don't have to animate his facial features for this <laughs> A little bit of seconds, we'll just do this body and nothing else. 
But they did have to animate the tearing the face off. Yeah, but when, but the, the lines he says when his face is off, they don't ah. have to animate the talking. Fair enough. I was Fair like, enough. ah. <laughs> Plot twist. Nobody has a face that moves. They all tear away. They're all wearing masks. <laughs> the movie is much simpler. I did read that they had over 400 heads for Jack for all the different facial expressions My he was going to make. <laughs> It's gotta be so hard to keep up with and keep continuity for everything and like making sure I've every such, little frame is perfect. Such respect for stop motion animation. It's crazy. Like, ugh. You gotta have a certain level of crazy like Tim Burton to do it, I think. Because <laughs> like you gotta like there's just so much that goes into it that like nobody has that level of like patience and like D- attention to detail. Mm-hmm. That it, like, people just, I don't know, it's a, like a lost art, I think, because it just takes so much to do. That's true. Corey, uh, what, your favorite moment or aspect of Night Before Okay. Christmas? Everything about Jack. Like, everything about Jack. <laughs> Jack. Jack is such a good character. He's, like, he's a character you don't see in kids' movies a lot. I mean, you always see a happy character in a kids' movie, but... They let this character be, like, gentle with, with, you know, the people he cares about and polite to strangers and everything while still being intimidating. And they let him, I mean, this isn't just me, I'm sure. They let him deal with depression. They did. I was actually going to say, people are like, oh, Frozen is the first Disney movie to deal with depression. Nope. Like, you're not sure paying attention. <laughs> you have not watched Nightmare Before Christmas. And people think depression is just, oh, I'm sad all the time. No, it's not this emptiness he talks about feeling. And I think that's such an interesting It's a very image. human thing. This emptiness inside, and he's a skeleton, and it's like he's hollow. And it's like an interesting image for that. And I find that really cool. And he's like stuck in a rut. Like, I keep like doing the same thing all over because I'm good at it. But he like losing wants to branch out and do something new. And he losing, loves his dog. He loves his dog. He loves his dog. <laughs> we like people who love their dogs. Oh, other fun fact. Zero's nose is not a red bull. It's a pumpkin. It's a pumpkin lantern. Yeah. It's a little pumpkin. I never noticed that until this time watching it. Yeah. Because I'm blind, apparently. A little pumpkin nose. <laughs> um, oh, I had a thought. Where did it go? But everything about Jack, because the feeling of, you know, sometimes you don't want to do the things that you love. And you're like, why? Why don't I have interest in the things that I love? And sometimes you just need to take a step back. But it, they did it without making him like, they did it without making him Eeyore. He's not like, yeah. oh, I'm depressed. Yeah. yeah. It was you know, very real. It was. He was a very well-rounded character. And they showed him struggling with very real problems in an interesting and believable way. Mm-hmm. Also, like I think that it's it's kind of funny the way the story is because it's like kind of about finding like something new in your life and like reinvigorating your life, but it's also telling you stay in your lane or things will get real bad. <laughs> like like it's kind of has those both both of those messages like maybe if this isn't really your thing, you should let the experts do it. But don't explore pretend to be something you're not. Some, but don't take it over. Like, <laughs> like it's kind of that weird. Also, a little bit. Don't. don't be something you're not. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, try to that. Do, he was, but don't change yourself. You can enjoy. He could enjoy Christmas, but that don't 
take uh, don't lose yourself you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah but but yeah jack being my favorite character in this movie is kind of a big thing because i almost never prefer the main character <laughs> it's true she doesn't but he's so he has such a joyful spirit at the same time as dealing with depression, which is such an odd thing to say. But in the What's This song, it's so cute. And, like, that doesn't mean that people who aren't depressed can't find happiness some mm-hmm. of the time. But, yeah. Also, I'm oh, sorry. We're no, no, no. Um, no, you're good. So, one thing I noticed with Sally, though, is she does some things you don't typically see with someone who's, like, in love with someone. Um so, like, at the beginning, we see that she, like, ha- basically has a crush on Jack, and she really likes him. She sends him, like, a little like a little basket with some treats in yeah. it, maybe to cheer him up. And But then when she sees that he starts kind of, like, well, she has a vision that things are going to go bad, but she tries to, like, kind of reel him in, like, hey, maybe you shouldn't do this. Like, a lot of times, I feel like they're always trying to support that person, but she's like, like, I, I like you, but... He- Maybe you shouldn't do that. Like she kind of tries to stop him at whatever yeah, whatever she, way she has an ability to. She did make the outfit. She, she did. did make the outfit, but she also did the fog thing, and she tried. She to, tried to. She, she tried. tried to warn him. She tried to get Santa to stop him. Yeah. Yeah. I liked how she wasn't just like, oh, no, everything is going wrong. I'm just going to sit here and cry about Jack being in danger. No, she went to go do something. Mm-hmm. And I like that. Um, and then she didn't lord it over him whenever Santa was like, she's the one with decent sense here. She was just kind of like, she's I, I liked it. Sense. And yeah. I like that even though their romance was not really part of the plot, when they decided to make the end about their romance, it didn't feel shoehorned in. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it really just, it went naturally, and I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so <clears throat> I didn't ever think about it much until this viewing, mm-hmm. but why did Sally have that vision? Why did she have visions? Yeah. Like, this isn't a thing. Visions. They don't give any background on her having visions or explain yeah. visions. Like, is she, is she, a, was she like a fortune teller in another life or well, something? Was it a vision or was it like some court, kind of weird, like, sign of things to come that actually happened? I don't know. Either way, why did that happen? No clue. Yeah, I don't know. That is interesting. I have that question as well. Tim Burton, if you're, <laughs> if you're listening, if anyone Tim Burton, wants to tweet at Tim Burton, ask him this for us. Why? Or if any um, of you have that answer, let us know, because we're confused. Yeah. But, I mean, there's so much in this movie that is like, well, why? So, it just I think you just need to suspend, you know, disbelief here. Mm-hmm. Um, or give her a motive of some in some form or fashion, because how else would she know? I mean, we got people catching themselves on fire and whatnot, <laughs> you know? We have holidays behind doors. I think her having a vision isn't necessarily the weirdest thing that's ever happened. Maybe she ate something. I don't know. <laughs> she, so she, she didn't eat something. She had a hollow spoon or, like, a, a spoon with holes in it. <laughs> she, she, she was having visions thing. from lack of eating. That's <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Okay. <laughs> favorite song. What's your favorite song from this movie? I still like This Is Halloween. Like, it's just so catchy. It is. I agree it's very catchy. But Jack's Lament. Jack's mm. Lament. It's very good. So good. I 
love Jack's Limit as well, so. Oh, but Oogie Boogie's song is so good, too. Yeah, Oogie Boogie song, but Jack's Lament, I love so much. It's just so heartfelt. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's so good. Um, Favorite character, which Corey already said, (laughs) hers, is Jack. Um, Okay, favorite character other than Jack. How about that? Um... Oh goodness! Oh, oh the the kid who opens the present with the with the shrunken <laughs> head—he's just like got his face, like he's just got this blank stare. And he pulls out the shrunken head, and the parents freak out. He's just like, "What is going on?" Like he's just kind of blank, awesome. the blank stare kid. Is what I'm gonna call him. Oh, I don't know. That <laughs> just came to mind, but yeah. Corey, the mayor. The mayor. The mayor. I was gonna say the mayor. He's like, I can't do this myself, Jack. I'm just an elected official. Oh. <laughs> He's like, I love the, the the switching back and forth between the two faces. Yeah. So, I lo- <laughs> of course, everyone knows the scene. Only 365 more days of Halloween. 364. <laughs> the werewolf. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, I love the mayor so much. He cracks me up every time. Mm-hmm. Corey and I are the same person. I also um, don't understand what kind of political system they have that has a king and a mayor. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, England has a queen and a prime minister. Yeah, but London doesn't have, like, two people that, like, run it. Well, it's it's not, it's Halloween town. Maybe there's more towns within Halloween land. We or don't maybe know. it's kind of like Mardi Gras, where it's like the king of Mardi Gras kind of situation, like the pumpkin king. He's like, maybe, well, like a fun but the mayor was coming to him with questions. Because so. he's just maybe the mayor not a good mayor. <laughs> Maybe the mayor just kind of keeps track of, like, the bureaucratic kind of stuff, where Jack is the one who plans, you know, the Halloween stuff. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. He's just an elected official. He doesn't know what's going on. The the people do. (laughs) He just does all the bureaucratic stuff because Jack doesn't want to do it. Um, Have you guys seen the thing about the theories as to how all these characters, like, died to end up in Halloween Town or whatever? Yeah, I have. Yeah, how Jack is, you know, doesn't have any, is the only one who's just a skeleton because, like, he, like, was burned and the hint is whatever at the beginning he has, he's all on fire. And, like, all that weird stuff with that. Like, someone took way too much time to figure out how all these various ki- creatures, like, died and ended up in Halloween Town. It was heard, very odd. I haven't heard that one, but I have heard the connection between the other stop-motion movies and how those are all connected. Like, yeah, with Corpse all the different Pride, dogs. the, like, and... main guy ends up being Jack because they all they all have dogs. Like, Frank and Weenie, the kid, grows up to be... Corpse Bride. Yeah, so that that's kind of like, oh, I can see that. Or they're just all made by the same creator and in the same way, and he... He right. always puts a main character with a dog. Yeah, but, I mean, that's yeah, also fair. You know, so. Some people just like dogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, last question. Do you remember your first time seeing this movie? Yeah. 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 I think I was a All freshman right. in high school. Freshman high school? Corey? Okay, so... We're not counting the, the time I got scared and we had to turn it off. I was going to say, do, does the time when no. mom and dad came in and turned it off count? Um, <laughs> we already talked about this on the podcast. We're not covering it again. <laughs> yes, I saw it during Hurricane Rita. That's right. At, at our friend's house. Um, I remember that. 
Um, I was actually going to say the same thing. The first time I saw it, I actually was not downstairs watching it with y'all. I think, I don't remember what I was doing, but I walked in. I started really only paying attention during the Jack's, the poor old Jack, Jack Lament reprise part. Hmm. Um, and I was like, what is this? And I liked it. What's so this? like that moment has left an impact on me. That part where he's like draped across the angel's arms and mm-hmm. he's singing. Because that was the first part I actually remember watching of it. I think like uh, someone like some kids in high school were like, You haven't seen this? So like I was a freshman in high school during Hurricane Rita and Corey, I guess that means she was a junior. That yeah. sounds about right. <laughs> that yeah. makes sense. That math works out. Um yeah. But yeah, I remember watching it and like, so I somehow finished it, but I was kind of creeped out the whole time because of the stop motion, just the way it was animated. It was like, uh, it's just a little, it's like real, but animated. My brain couldn't, like, can't like wrap my mind around that. I'm like, I'm just creeped out by the way it looks. You know, I had the same reaction at first with Toy Story. You did? When I was a kid. Yeah, it kind of, like, weirded me out a little. Of... I was like, is that animation? Not Does it look people. like animation? I vaguely was... kind of got had that feeling, I think, the first, like, bit watching it. But, like, after a while, sure. I got used to it, like, watching the movie. But I remember being a little creeped out because it was, like, this is more real than 2D drawn animation. What is this? <laughs> Carrie, Carrie was quietly licking a window off to the side. What? That was when you were sick. <laughs> you, you were on that cold medicine. You were a little kid, and you're on I that cold medicine that made you crazy. A window during Toy Story. <laughs> I was perfectly calm during Toy. My mom. Okay, I had to go to the doctor, and the doctor said she was going to give me medicine. I was what five? Okay, had to give me Less medicine. Than that. It was 1996 or 1995 that it came out. Five, I think. So if it was 1995, I was four years old. Okay. So I was four years old. I was sick and they put me on this cold medicine that was going to make me super loopy. And the doctor was like, it might not be good to take her to the movie theater because my mom asked. And I was like, no. And so um, she made me promise that if I was good during lunch or something, then we would go. And I sat there like perfectly still during the whole movie because <laughs> I didn't want her to take us out of the movie. It's, it's true. It, there was no window available during the movie, but during that illness, there was a window licking incident. I probably licked a window. It wouldn't be the first or <laughs> last time. All loopy on cold medicine. Aww. I was four! <laughs> Alright, anything else about this? I don't know how we got to this. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Anything else about this movie you want to comment on? I think I've covered it. We're good. It's a great movie, and that's, you know, I love the side characters. They're so dumb. <laughs> uh, they are, and that's wonderful. <laughs> so great. I have to say, my biggest disappointment in Jack is not realizing that Oogie's boys might have been working with Oogie Boogie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the mayor is like, Oogie's boys are here. He's yeah. like, Joe, leave Oogie Jack. Boogie out of this. Even the mayor knows. <laughs> I did like... I often wonder, but I like how polite Jack was to everybody, of course. I often wonder if Oogie's boys really put the Easter Bunny back where it belongs. Yeah. I've wondered that myself. <laughs> oh, no. I think yes, because it's too dark to think no. Alrighty. We are moving on to our next segment, which is This Week in Disney's History. Once upon a time, November 19th, 1999, the Fast Pass was first used in Disneyland. Yee. And it was for It's a Small World. Aw. Aw. Mm-hmm. 
And there were a ton of movies that came out this week because Disney likes to release them, um, you know, during Thanksgiving. So here's, um, I'm just going to say November 22nd, 1991, Beauty and the Beast came out and Toy Story was released in 1995. Other movies that came out this week were Enchanted, A Bug's Life, Coco, Bolt, Haunted Mansion, The Muppets, Moana, Toy Story 2, and Tangled, among others so that's all of the anniversaries we're celebrating this week you guys i feel like a lot of these movies like we saw um i've seen with my family because for thanksgiving we're like all right we had the meal it's black friday we what do we do now we go see the new disney movie Corey and I like to do that um thanksgiving night like when it's later after everybody's eaten kind of thing so Mm -hmm. we're not yeah so yeah. yeah Lots of movies to celebrate this week. And we got Wreck-It Ralph. Ralph breaks the internet this time. You are getting ahead of us. We're going to the Newsies banner for our news and announcements. Um, (laughs) This week, uh, well, actually it was last week. It dropped after we put up our uh, um, episode. But the Dumbo trailer, have y'all seen it? Yeah. Speaking of Tim Burton, because Tim Burton is doing the new Dumbo movie. I can't um, watch this without crying. You gotta stop it with the baby mind stuff. It kills me every it time. It looks absolutely nothing like the original, but I think that's okay, because it's gonna give it, like, a more solid plot, probably. Mm-hmm. Than this, like, stream of consciousness following an elephant around. When there's humans involved that we, like, see besides the ringleader, it looks like. Yeah, there's, like, a whole family And, like, well. drunk clowns and stuff. Have you guys seen that joke that it was um, Danny DeVito? It was like his manager calling. It was like, Danny DeVito, I have Tim Burton on the phone. It's whole, okay, hold on. I'll grab my top hat. Because <laughs> like the penguin. And, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it was funny. Um, I thought it was funny anyway. So yeah, a new Dumbo trailer. So sweet. So sweet. And I can't, I'm really excited to see what kind of plot they're getting out of this. Um and then, of course, everybody needs to go see Wreck-It Ralph 2, which is coming out this week after Thanksgiving. Um, or is it the day before Thanksgiving? I don't remember. Either way, it's coming out this week. Go check it out. I know we are all really excited to go see it. So, hooray. Yay. And now it is time. Let's get down, down to, to business. business. To rank the heroines. <laughs> okay, so... um. Was it host goes first? Yes. Okay. Right. <laughs> we have to ask every week. Every week. Um, this was really hard for me. I've got my tear already. By, oh my goodness. Um, but I, I had to go through several things. So at first I said, okay, heroines. Characters who are heroes. Do they actually do some saving in their movie? Because I specified heroines. I didn't say Disney ladies. So I was like, okay, fine. Uh, heroines. And don't if you don't have that. Corey, please don't change it. Um, I can just see you over there going frantically like, no, I don't know. I'm not actually looking. Um, so did they actually do any saving in their movie? That was my first criteria. And then I got six and I was like, oh no. <laughs> so then I was like, okay, are they the leads of their movie? And that's how I got my top four. Uh. Um, so my number four is Judy Hopps from Zootopia. I knew it. Well, I mean, you know who I like. I love Judy as a character. I went into Zootopia not really knowing anything about it other than it had an amazing Rotten Tomatoes ranking. I saw the trailers and was not looking forward to it. And then came out of it absolutely in love with Judy. Um, She is a hero. You know, she is a 
in the Zootopia police department. She saves Zootopia. I don't, I'm not sure what more heroic things you can do. Um, but she's great. She's determined. She's smart. You know, she makes mistakes, but she's willing to fight to make it up to people. And I, I just love her as a character a lot. So she's definitely in my top four <clears throat> Disney heroines. Yeah. Non-princess. And of course, I love the voice actress for her. Um, my number three is Lilo from Lilo and Stitch. I love Lilo. I almost named my dog Lilo, but I ended up naming her Kita after another Disney princess. Um, I love well, Lilo. Disney lady. She's a princess. Kita, yeah, but you said another Disney princess. So. Oh, well, yeah, okay. Anyway, um, Lilo is not a princess, because that's why she's on the list. Um, she is such an adorably weird child. Um, I personally love her and she does do some saving, you know, because in the end, when they are going to take Stitch away, she's like, "Uh -uh, I bought him and like saves Stitch in the end. I have the adoption paper. So and then she continues to care for Stitch and then she becomes a hero in her Disney TV series, saving the planet over and over again from Stitch's cousins who (laughs) kind of like come up every week. So she is a hero, and she's wonderful, and I love her freaky little face. <laughs> she's so weird. She's so cute. And if I was able to, Nani would also be on this list, but she's not. I love her sister. Um, love this movie. Uh, my number two is Helen Parr from The Incredibles. She, someone, some might argue Bob is the main character, but the movie is titled The Incredibles, and it's more of an <laughs> ensemble cast. And I love her because, you know, I said Disney heroine. She is a hero. I love the whole leave the saving the world to the men. I don't think so. And she <laughs> saves Bob, you know, and I just, they're back and forth. She's such a great character. And then I love that in Incredibles 2, she takes the lead even more, um, fantastic character fantastic representation of what it would be like as an actual living breathing person as a superhero you know like being a mom and trying to do all this i love it um i love that movie a lot so helen is a great character she also reminds me a lot of my favorite Ca- uh, carol danvers because the whole piloty thing um <laughs> so there might be some transference there <laughs> but she's great and then my number one, to absolutely no one's surprise, because you refuse to allow her to be on the Disney princess list, is Mulan. <laughs> you told me she wasn't a princess, so here she is. I- I'm Mulan. sorry, is she a princess or not, Carrie? You told me she wasn't. She didn't make you on the Disney princess list, so here she is on the non-Disney princess. And you can't say she's not a hero, and you can't say she's not the main character, so she is on this list this week, or I'm killing you both. <laughs> I don't need to go I do not need to go on about all of the greatness that is Mulan if you've been listening to our episodes you know it's my favorite Mm -hmm. and that she deserves to be number one on this list because she is a hero through and through and I am done well wait I will tell you my honorable mention Okay. my honorable mention goes to Megara from Hercules I wanted to put her on this list so much, but whatever, I was trying to narrow the criteria and I made it. Are they the main character? She got bumped down to mm-hmm. five um, because she is a hero. She did save Hercules, which in doing so, she knew would save everyone. She was aware of the deal. So I love Megara. She's sassy and wonderful. And she's my honorable mention. I think Corey goes next. 
Like host uh, goes last. Goes last. Yeah. This might be our most different list oh, ever. No. <laughs> we'll see. Might okay. Number four, Lucy Pevensey. Oh, from The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. I do love Lucy Pevensey. Oh. I forgot I mean, those were Disney movies. I love that brave little girl. I love Lucy. And okay, so I'll, 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 I'll kind of go God, further. That was not a joke. I love Lucy. <laughs> I'll wait until oh, I'm on you. I'm that like, was please. not a joke. It was just what I said. Okay, we gotta like cool get through this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. My criteria was more just great main characters, great like main ladies, basically. Yeah. Um, and so I wanted people that were good characters. You mm-hmm. could kind of. They were well-rounded. You could understand them, identify with them. It wasn't necessarily their heroics. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that Lucy was not heroic, because she absolutely was. Absolutely. She was brave beyond what you should be able to expect of any normal girl. Um, and, I mean, she's the one that kind of brought everyone into Narnia to begin with. Mm-hmm. She's the one that, was, that uh, wanted to be there for Aslan the entire time. Yeah. yeah, and you know, even though he made her stay behind, she witnessed his death, and you know, she was always the brave one and the one that kind of made everything happen in the movie. And I love her for that. She was a great, great character. She was, she was. warm to everybody. She was very sweet and a very just strong and enjoyable character. I forget that that's a Disney oh. movie. Also, Lucy. Went straight to Queen. She was never a princess. That's true. <laughs> That's true. So technically, you got it. All right. All right. And um, my number three, mm-hmm. surprisingly, mm-hmm. is Lilo. So we oh, do match on that one. No. Lilo is such an adorable little weirdo, and I love her so much. My She's quotable like you can't believe. Yeah, my friends need to be punished. Um, you know, Pudge. it's just uh, Pudge. Pudge yes. Um, you, you know, you can get a rabbit instead. <laughs> you want me more than a rabbit, don't you? Like a lobster. <laughs> I mean, this. Party, I love like this adorable little weirdo. <laughs> she's great, mm-hmm. and she saves. You know, she saves Earth technically. She, yes, she does. So. And I mean, w- this weird little girl saved the planet. So You've reformed so a cr- crazy little creature. And you know, yeah, she she did reform him. She managed to show him love and kind of win him over in the end. And, and she could have been such a brat. You know, because her parents just died. Mm-hmm. She could have been terrible, but she was sweet. On the whole. <laughs> she and she and Nani fought like sisters, and I loved that I so love much. those scenes. I, I, their scenes together are just amazing. Mm-hmm. I love Nani, too. Mm-hmm. I love her so much. Gravity increasing on me. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it is. Leela's happened last Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And I love... Okay. Probably my favorite is when she goes and sets up the trap for Lilo, knowing what Lilo will do and manages to catch her inside of the blanket. Yeah. Oh man, so good. Those two are the best. Okay, uh, but yeah, Lilo. 
Um, Carrie's talked mostly about her accomplishments so far, but I just wanted to gush about how much I love Lilo. Mm -hmm. My number two is Mary Poppins. (gasps) She is practically perfect in every way. (laughs) It says so in the movie. Mm -hmm. No, but she, even though she wasn't a hero in the traditional sense, she made a huge difference in these children's lives, these children and, you know, the family in general, the father as well. She brought some happiness into these people's lives that wasn't there before. And I I mean, for this movie, that was a big deal. Yeah. And, you know, for anybody, that's a big deal is in a place where there isn't any happiness, any joy and any connection Mm-hmm. She enabled that. By the time she left, they were, you know, a family that could do things together and just enjoy being around each other. Mm-hmm. She didn't just save the kids, she saved the dad. Yeah. Yeah. So she brought that whole family closer together and kind of made them a family. Yeah. So I love Mary. Mm-hmm. All right. And Let's hear it. Let's hear it, Courtney. And- my number one is Mulan. <laughs> because I love Mulan. I never claim to not like Mulan. I adore Mulan. She's a wonderful character, but she was not a princess. I was totally Stop afraid. <laughs> I was totally afraid you were gonna say Widow Tweet. I thought about it. <laughs> because you're like, because she fought the worst villain, Amos Slate. <laughs> so much and it was tempting but I figured I'd, I'd be real mm-hmm. and I, uh, I I made an actual list. I adore Mulan. I love how like awkward she is but still so sincere in her desire to save her father and to prove herself. She's a character you can identify with and stop <laughs> dancing for the love of God. Okay. For the love um, of God. Okay. Uh, but yeah, she's a great character. I love her, but she just wasn't a princess. So. Yeah, so she she belongs on the list. <laughs> yes. Um, I think Carrie picked this topic just to get people no, to say Mulan. I didn't. I didn't. I really couldn't think uh-huh. of anything last time. I didn't even think about it. It's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why? Why are? Why is your finger behind? Your fingers behind your back. No, they're right here. I'm dancing again. They can't see. They don't know. I'm dancing. All right. All right. I guess it's my Deanna, turn. Deanna. Yep. All right. My number four is Megara from Hercules. Because, like, she sacrificed herself basically to save Hercules. And she got crushed by that pillar. And she was trapped in this, like, horrible contract with um, Hades after her, like, really really bad history with horrible men in her life um but she like overcame that like um you know mistrust of guys and she like found this like great person in hercules and was like got over her fear and insecurities and was like i'm gonna save him this one's worth saving this one's worth you know like giving my life for so I thought she was, like, she had her great character development throughout that film. And she's sassy and love her. Um, my number three is Nani. (laughs) (laughs) Nani is great! Um, because of the things we mentioned about Lilo and Stitch. Like, she's, 
doing her she's just doing her best to take care of her weird little sister <laughs> in like really terrible circumstances like all of a sudden you're now the guardian and the parent and you did not sign up for this like you're just you originally were just the big sister but now you're also parent and you have all these responsibilities and it's up to you to keep the family together and she like did everything she could but like you know she didn't really have a lot of help so um and i just i wanted to give her props for basically being a single parent and doing what she could um but i also love lilo as well um, not even just put everything in her life on hold for that little girl too which is yeah she she had to work her job she didn't really really date she's like yeah she's just very self-sacrificial and she's like hey she had a boy with fancy hair <laughs> I, I also and a cute butt the other thing i love about nani is that she never tells lilo no about her imagination whenever she's like is it my fault you got fired she's like no he was a vampire he was a vampire i knew I it knew it so you know that she had to have known lilo thought that or whatever she was mm-hmm. like i'm gonna name him stitch and Lilo's like that's not a name for a dog and she's like mm-mm, mm-mm, no like don't tell her no so <laughs> I love that she was she liked Lilo's spirit and Lilo's weirdness. That was never the problem. And I love that about Nani. Yeah. She was just like, she don't never wanted to crush me. her. Like, don't root, like tear us apart. Like she's like trying to get Lilo to understand. Like you have to do certain things or we're in trouble. Yeah. Um that kind of aspect about her will make her a really good mom for, to Lilo. Yeah. So <clears throat> my number two is Esmeralda from Hunchback. Um mostly because like she she was caught in a crazy situation and, like, was, you know, facing, like, persecution and mm-hmm. death. And she stood up to the authorities for what's right, even though she was, like, part of the group that the authorities looked down upon. And she mm-hmm. showed love to someone who never really knew love from anyone. And she wasn't afraid of him. And, like, she was very courageous and, like, everything she's about. I'm like, that, that's a... That's a heroine if I've ever seen one. Like, like she's just very her. admirable. I did think of her, but I took her off the list because of her third act damselness. <laughs> but I love her. She's a great character. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I picked Esmeralda. And then my number one is also <laughs> Mulan. Yeah. <laughs> champions my friends <laughs> bum, bum, bum. and my only note is goes without saying really <laughs> Best. okay okay hang on before we go into merging the lists the final list i have a suggestion let's merge the pelikai girls yeah i was thinking Lilo that too. and nani together yes. yes i agree i agree because mm-hmm. I was thinking that I was going to put them as one character whenever I was making the list. I was like, no, nah, I don't think so. Yeah. So I agree, though, since you suggested it, we should make Lilo and Nani. And that means that they are number two. Yes. So that would make Mulan number one already. <laughs> She's number one. She's number one. Well, we, we all picked her as number one. So I mean, <laughs> no one is surprised. She's amazing. You can't fight it now. <laughs> She's the ultimate heroine of Disney. <laughs> um... So I'll put Lilo, Lilo, um, Lilo, Lilo and Nani slash Nani. Okay, and then so everybody's number two was Helen Parr, Mary Poppins, and Esmeralda. 
Two like, of us had met. No, I didn't have Megra. Megra was my um, blah blah blah. Honorable, honorable mention. mention. I like both of y'all's. Ugh. Jane was my honorable mention. I thought of Jane as well. Like she was down there, but I again cut her off because mm-hmm. she didn't actually do any saving. It wasn't I her movie. Like, it, and it wasn't I her struggled movie. to think of reasons. Like yeah, I know she's like great, the, but it was yeah. like eh, I, reasons came up sooner with these other ones. If it was just Disney ladies, she probably would have been up there. But since I had said heroines, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna stick to what I said. Mm-hmm. Um, and force myself to do that. They included animals and kids and yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I think I'm leaning towards Mary Poppins, but only because she has more nostalgia for me. But Helen Parr is also excellent. I do have to suggest that Megara made two lists. She uh, well, made she made an honorable mention, mention, but I mean, that's that is something worth saying. Yeah, and to be fair, Corey did put her on her Disney princess list. Not saying we should cut her off. I'm just saying clearly Corey likes her. <laughs> I mean, I, I do and like Megara. And the reason Megra you didn't I, put her on your list is because you're defending your Disney princess qualification. She is married to the <laughs> son of the king of the gods. So what I'm saying is Megara can be number three. Yeah. Or number four, and we could pick a mentioned... Princess Megara. Okay, because Megara was your number four. She was. We can make her number yeah, she four. was my number four. And since so. Corey had her on her list and I had her as an honorable mention, she can be number four. I'm fine with that. But that means we need to decide is it going to be Esmeralda? Is it Megara or Gura? Like with an E? Megara. Megara. Okay. Megara. Okay, so okay. yeah. So we need to decide between Helen Parr, Mary Poppins, and Esmeralda. <laughs> we will. I mean, we, so the problem is there, there's three, and we all picked our own Dude, because, really. like, we picked it, and all three are. Um. So maybe we go with the. So let's How narrow about? it down maybe to Helen and Mary Poppins because they're both part of the like title of the film. Okay. This cool, is cool, fair. Because cool, 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 cool. one is one of the Incredibles and one is Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins, who is practically perfect and in every way. Esmeralda is neither a hunchback nor, nor a cathedral. <laughs> well, I was going to say Dom, but to be fair, she is. Because <laughs> if you say it Dame instead of Dom, she is. Uh, okay. She's. L- <laughs> mm. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, goodness. So. I mean, I, I'm leaning towards Mary Poppins because it's Julia Drews. You know, I, I mean, I'll give it. I'll say Mary Poppins is number three. I will. I'll allow it because I love me some Helen Parr, but Mary Poppins is practically perfect in every way. It's true. It's yeah. And I also love Helen Parr. She's a great she's character. Such a great character. But I'll give it to Mary. Okay. I'll give it to Mary. Mary it is. Yes. All right. I think we did that pretty good. Yeah, we did. So, it's read off our list difficult. for us, Diana. Uh, so, our number four is Megara from Hercules. Mm. Our number three is Mary Poppins from Mary Poppins. Number two is Lilo and Nani, the sister duo from Lilo and Stitch. And our number one is Mulan from Mulan. <laughs> Mulan! <laughs> All right. All right, you guys, that was, we've had some fun today. 
I'm stalling. We have, and I hope you are all cheered up. I hope you're in a really good mindset, very bright and cheery <laughs> after this uh, after this podcast, after this recording session, because next week we are going to do our top four Disney tearjerkers. I want the tearjerkers moments, move, moments, not movies. Yes. Yeah. Um, these are the saddest moments in all of like, Disney. No matter. I want to know. I want to know what gets to you, what makes you cry. Like, no matter how many times you see it, if you cry every time, this is one of those things. <laughs> oh, I can think yes. of you I've already, already got mine down. <laughs> I might have more than oh, four. Y'all know. know how much I cry. <laughs> but you gotta do top four. And uh, our movie, we're gonna watch a goofy movie to kind of contrast with the tear jerking, I guess. So <laughs> I could cry in that movie too. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, it's not like, but yeah, it, no, it's not tragic. It's got fun music numbers in it. Yeah, and it gets emotional, but it's not like yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not like oh my god, why were they doing yeah. that? Yeah, we're gonna have some la, fun with la, that. La la la, dee 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 dee. Oh, buddy. All right, guys. We've had a great night. See you next time, and happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Bye.